Today's episode is one of the pandemic self-care Facebook Live conversations I've had uh, early on when the pandemic first hit back in March and April. 36 amazing, beautiful podcast guests who had previously been on the show had joined me for these pandemic self-care live conversations. So I am sharing them now in the audio version. All right. Until next time, remember, be gentle with yourself. <laughs> I don't know why. I know, right? It always says preparing up in the corner. All right, we're live on Facebook. Hey, everybody, it's Terry Welbrock again, host of the Healing Place podcast. And I'm just so very excited to have with me Jason Lee, um, who has joined me on the podcast in the past. And I'm just going to shrink some screens here so I can see Jason. There he is. And um, yeah, so welcome back, Jason. Thank you, Terry. It's great seeing you again. It's been about a year since the last time we spoke. Has it been a year? It's been about a year, and I'll tell a story if you remember. I was in Cincinnati, because you're from Batavia, right? Am I saying yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. And uh, Ohio. And I was in Cincinnati, and I, w- I remember I was staying at the Hilton Hotel, the Netherlands Plaza, which has yeah. got this really nice, beautiful art deco kind of look from the early uh, uh, 20th century, right? And it just reminded me of the movie The Shining, the hotel, oh, yeah. The Shining. So anyway... I was telling my colleagues at the time, I said, man, this hotel kind of creeps me out. I'm walking down the hallway, I'm just waiting, just two girls pop up at the end of the hall. Right. And, then I, and then I saw your Facebook post. You happened to be in Colorado visiting the Stanley Hotel, the actual hotel. Oh, my God. I remember that? Yes. You remember that? It yeah, actually so a picture I remember, in front of the door. You had a picture. So I messaged you, guess what? This is what we were talking about the very same time. And I remember taking your photo that you were posing from the Stanley Hotel and show it to my colleagues. It's like, is this creepy or what? Right. The same thing. <laughs> so that was the last time we spoke. That's so. crazy. Yeah. So <laughs> I was in Colorado. That was in July. Yeah. So hasn't has it been? No, not quite a year then. Yeah. Because I went. Year? We went out to see my son who lives out in Denver. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we toured. We went up to. Um, oh, where is that? Um, Oh, I'm so drawing a I'm so drawing a blank on the name. Anyway, it's a beautiful area of Colorado. So we drove up into the mountains and yeah, Estes yeah. Park. Estes Park. Okay, yeah, yeah, and the Stanley Hotel is up there. So and, and just a piece of trivia. I don't think that's the actual hotel where they filmed. No, they didn't film it there. They filmed that's... Dumb and Dumber there, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um yeah, but the no, they, they that was like the inspiration for the shining. Yeah. But they didn't actually film there. So but when you do the tour, we did the tour, yes, and they talk a lot about but the um, actual, the actual yeah. sightings and stuff. And I can't remember the room number, the famous yeah. room number. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> that's cool. That was a nice <laughs> well, trip down memory lane, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So yeah, so tell everybody who didn't listen to our first podcast, who you need to go back and check it out, but who you are and what it is you do. Yeah, so Jason Lee, author, local author, and uh, of two personal development books now. Um, the first one was titled Living with the Dragon, Healing 15,000 Days of Abuse and Shame. And the second one, which is a little bit more lighthearted, is called Living with the Cat, The Nine Biggest Reasons Why Your Life Sucks. So I've been a big uh, mental health advocate and uh, for the last probably half a dozen years or so, and uh, really wanted to kind of get out in my community. I live in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Uh, for those who uh, don't know me, and um, really big on 
promoting mental health awareness, uh, especially for, for men, uh, men in ethnic communities as well. I'm also a public speaker, uh, done some uh, speaking uh, engagements at various conferences and local events, and really want to kind of, uh, again, just encourage people to start talking about their mental health more, and especially guys who find it a little bit more difficult and more challenged to uh, share their feelings, and if they're feeling depressed or anxious and whatnot, and, and try to just be a leader in that and a voice in that as well. And so hopefully it could lead by example. Um, and my personal history has been, uh, as, as you know, Terry has been a childhood abuse survivor, um, had some challenges growing up in, in my home um, uh, with an abusive family and uh, older brother with schizophrenia. And those were things that I had a very, very difficult time processing and understanding and accepting for the better part of my adult years. So when I finally kind of came to the realization that all this stuff, all this pain, all this hurt and emotions was pent up in me um, and causing me to become this really, really angry person and having my own mental health struggles with depression and anxiety, I told myself I needed to change this because I've got, a, at the time I had a young son who was going through some battles with depression and anxiety as well. So I needed to kind of like take that, take whatever was following me from my past and process it, work towards healing it and, uh, and, and be a better example for my son and for, for other guys out there. So that's me in a nutshell. Beautiful. And I love it. And I, I think I told you recently, I had sent your copies of your books to both of my sons. And one of my sons reached out to me and said, mom, I'm re I started reading that book you sent me. So and I just was I love, like, come. Yeah, you told me that uh, a few months ago, and I, I really appreciate that. And I really appreciate it when, whether it's friends or, or uh, just complete strangers telling me that they've picked up my book to start reading. And it's got nothing to do so much with uh, picking up my book per se. But you know what that says? It speaks more highly of that individual suggesting that they're open to change. They're open to ideas about understanding themselves more, right? Right. It, yeah. it, it means that they're willing to take that next step if they picked up not just necessarily my book, but a book that's related to mental health, personal development, right? Yeah, that's a huge step in the right direction when you're finally able to say, you know what, I'm ready to go back into that darkness. I'm ready to go back and at least shine a light onto it. Yeah, and yeah, just kind of yeah. get get your toes wet a little bit, right? And it's it's right. not easy. I mean, for guys, especially, Terry, you know, I've been... You know, during this whole COVID uh, crisis and pandemic, uh, you know, I've been doing a lot of uh, reading and understanding of myself even further, uh, understanding different attachment styles and relationships, for example. And, um, you know, like the 21st century man, uh, the modern man, if you want to call it that, uh, has a lot of challenges to face. You know, we're, we're dads, we're brothers, we're, we're husbands, uh, we're entrepreneurs, we're boyfriends, everything, right? And we have all this history to, to kind of try to live up to, to be this strong provider. And oftentimes we kind of get lost in the mix. And as a male, you know, I could certainly speak on behalf of a lot of guys. It's that it does put some underlying pressure and stress. It's like, Oh, what if I can't fix the kitchen sink? Or what if, uh, if I, if I don't, if I'm unemployed, you know, I'm supposed to be the provider to put food on the table. What if I can't uh, fix that car? right? Which is like me, I can't fix a car if my life <laughs> depended on it, or even change, change a faucet, you know, like, and, you know, those kind of underlying pressures can, can put a lot of stress on a guy. 
And depending on how they were brought up, it's very difficult for some guys to express their emotions if they were, you know, followed a certain source of attachment style per se, right? Um, some of them were avoidance. So they, they avoided a lot of their emotions and being unable to speak about their emotions causes them to kind of be closed up and all of a sudden boom snaps and becomes anger or becomes something right. else. Right? Um, so I don't know where I was going with this, but I basically want to kind of say that it's, it's difficult for guys to um, sometimes open up. But one of the things that, you know, that I could certainly suggest during this time is for guys to kind of like take a step back, you know, you're at home, especially if you're living at home by yourself or with, with a couple of other people. So take some time off for yourself and read and understand about yourself more. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think, well, I know on my personal journey in, I'm not a guy, but just just anyone who's going through a journey. Um, gosh, research is so, I mean, it was such a big part of me uh, and where, how I learned. I learned about brain plasticity and I learned about, um, you know, alternative healing outside of my therapy. I learned, but I researched and I read books and I picked those. Yeah, I, I watched YouTube videos and um, Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, you know, the male brain, you know, they say really kind of starts kicking in and, and kind of fully developing kind of like later than females generally around kind of like 20, 21, 22 years old. And uh, for some of us, you know, especially when you kind of go through trauma, traumatic experiences, um, it can really stunt that growth and development of the brain. And obviously there's tons of research out there that you could look at, as you said, with whether it's YouTube or just online online sources and that's the beauty of the internet now is that you know one could take this time to kind of learn more about the plasticity of their brain how we can reshape some of those negative cognitions that we have of ourselves in our brain you know um you know uh again just going back to the whole attachment uh attachment process of of relationships and guys you know like you you know for some guys who want to understand themselves more you know just take a deep dive into the way they the way the way they were brought up you know did they kind of resort to their own methods of uh, identifying with their emotions for example if they didn't get that sort of support from their parental role models their caregivers how did they manage their emotions did they kind of just avoid it uh did they crave it more or did they try to resolve the issues within themselves you know whether it's through substance or turning to other means right and you know, however their coping mechanisms were as, as uh, young adults, that basically transfers into your adulthood. And I think what uh, what I'm getting at with, with, with guys uh, in general is that, uh, you know, we, we need to kind of take that step back. And now is a perfect time. Really now is a perfect time to kind of take a step back and self-evaluate. You know, you talk about self-care in this uh, this particular podcast episode. And what I want to kind of segue into is that self-care is about looking after yourself and uh, making sure that your needs are met and to have some, gain some clarity on who you are, who you want to be. What better way than to take this time to do some reading? Yeah, I love this. And I love, no one's addressed this yet about learning about yourself and taking this opportunity, yes, to just kind of sit with yourself. Sit with yourself, yeah, absolutely. 
uh, meditation is something that I've been doing a lot of over this last uh, uh, several weeks, I guess. I don't know. Time's kind of standing still, but right. I, what day you know, is so, it? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, it doesn't matter, right? I mean, it's like they all kind of blend in together. Doesn't matter if it's Sunday or Thursday. Well, that's so funny. I saw somebody posted a funny because the humor part of it is keep getting me, keeping me grounded. But I saw a funny meme on Facebook, and it was, you know, like Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. But it was just everything was scratched out, and it just said day, 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 <laughs> day, day. It totally makes sense. Doesn't and it was it? like, oh my gosh, it's true. Yeah. It is so true. It is so true. I guess time is kind of irrelevant. In some right, right. Which again, that's that's such a great point in that because there aren't all of these outside pressures of, oh, I have to work and all I have to, you know, hit the gym and all I have this to do, I have to make dinner, I have to do the laundry, yeah. that time has slowed down. It has. There's certainly. And, yeah. Has. So we can take this opportunity, like you said, to do some self-discovery work. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, this is... Uh, time of which you know we'll never get back in terms of the hopefully we'll never get back this kind of uh, event where where right. we have so much time for ourselves you know self-discovery you know little things as self like uh learning how to cook a lot more trying a whole variety of different recipes uh i was getting at uh explaining to you about meditation as well oh, yeah. uh, working a lot with the inner child i've uh, been doing a lot of inner child meditation um kind of uh, making sure that i self-soothe you know, the anxious child that was inside of me uh, that was uh, deprived, if you will, of uh, certain needs, emotional needs. You know, those are things that we can do. I mean, some of us, you know, will say, well, that's something I kind of don't want to do. But it's like, well, what else are you going to do, right? right? There's only so much cleaning that you could do. And there's only so much, uh, you know, Netflix that you can watch, right? So, Yeah. And sometimes it, it seems to me that the- Sometimes when someone's saying, oh, I don't know if I'm comfortable with that, it's probably most likely maybe because they know that that's what they need to be doing. <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah. There's something there that needs work. Yeah. And, and it is unfortunate during this time. I mean, there's a, a lot of counseling services have kind of just stopped. I guess they're not. Uh, yeah. Obviously, the face-to-face, uh, which is so important, I feel. Some of them will do, you know, live video, remote chatting or right. Or, on the right. phone chat. I've done some counseling sessions on the phone. Um, you know, explore those options too. And, and you're right. There's a lot of uh, individuals like, yeah, I don't think it's for me. And that you're right. It just points them in the direction that if you're feeling that resistance, that yeah. ego, that means that there's probably something that you should be addressing or need to address. And, and you know, it's, uh, I don't know, I, I, just to be blunt with guys, especially just, you know, bite the bullet. What else, what else are you going to do? Learn something yeah. about yourself, learn something about your past, right? Right. Um, that, that might affect in how you are with your present day relationships, right? Right. Yeah. Great point. Well, and that's, I'm glad you brought up the mental, the mental health professionals and that, you know, as we do start to dive into this type of self-discovery and, and research on ourselves, that certainly um, if anything starts to arise that becomes uncomfortable or if there's just, if you just feel, I mean, I can't tout mental health professionals enough. I certainly have utilized them um, on my healing journey, EMDR for four years, uh, along with other therapists. Um, so certainly reach out. And I know quite a few of the guests I've had on who are therapists are doing Zoom. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, therapy sessions with their clients. So, and I think new ones are, are, many are taking new ones on because they know that people need the help, but they can't go face to face, right? Yeah, I've booked a few counseling sessions myself again, because I have the time now, why not? And they're willing to do it on the phone. It's, It's not as effective for me personally, but I've only tried it, you know, once or twice. And I think that, you know, I have to kind of, uh, make sure I keep an open mind about that. And, you know, learning different forms of therapy, like you mentioned, EMDR, um, CBT, although EMDR might be a little tricky remotely because you kind of have to touch Right. It. Yeah. I don't even know if anybody's doing EMDR. Yeah. Like... Yeah. That's what I'm wondering too. Um, one of the things that was explained to me by my counselor is to uh, explore narrative exposure therapy as well. So exposure therapy, generally helping with trauma victims, uh, kind of doing imaginative forms of therapy yeah. as, you, as they walk you through. And you're, you're familiar with all this. So, you know, a narrative uh, narrative one would be uh, potentially very effective for someone like myself, who's gone through several different st- events in his life uh, with various varying degrees of trauma. Um, so, you know, like keeping an open mind about those things and just wanting to try it now. It's like, if I don't do it now, when the world resumes back to its you know normal right. state, probably going to shelf that even more, right? Like not, not tackle it. So why not? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I love it. All right. So any other, any other self-care or other care strategies that you'd like to address? Um, Try to stay busy with, you know, obviously everyone's kind of doing home repairs and, and uh, right. cleaning up and, and stuff like that. It's funny because I was messaging my, my book friends and it's like, what are you guys doing when you're bored, right? And they're like, how can you be so bored, Jason? I mean, you <laughs> so much cooking, cleaning, looking after the kids, walking the dog. And I'm thinking, I live in a small 800 square foot apartment. You know, I right. took them on the grand tour with my, my video phone. It's like, okay, this is what I have to clean. Like, <laughs> you know, this is all done. <laughs> There's only so much cleaning, uh, cooking I can do. I've done enough meal planning to last me for the next year. <laughs> so yeah. Um, you know, and, and there's not a whole lot of repairs I could do right now. And I'm not a handy, handyman, handy person by any stretch. So, um, so, you know, other, other ideas, you know, obviously, you know, a lot of people are catching up on their latest, uh, latest TV programs, but, you know, for me, it's learning, learning about yourself, learning, taking an interest in something. I've been uh, trying to research online, um, different, uh, uh, online courses that you could take to kind of uh, learn about uh, things that you're interested in. And they're offering so many that are free now from various oh, universities. Yeah. Uh, I picked up one, one yesterday evening. I've been researching this on uh, mental health and um, understanding the behavior patterns of mental health, whether mental health is, uh, is, um, uh, is created from the nature or the nurture um, kind of uh, uh, model, if you will, right? And I, I personally have my own opinion on that. I believe it's a little bit of both, but it's kind of interesting to learn about both sides of the coin. Uh, so that's offered by the University of Liverpool and started it yesterday. It's a six week uh, kind of program, if you will. So it's it's been pretty engaging. So I, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to the weeks on it, but I got to pace myself too, Terry, because I find if I start diving into something, I could finish it like in a day or two. Right, right, right. So I, I, I'm going to have to stretch it out a little bit. So I'm glad that we have this podcast right now because it's actually something that keeps me busy too. So, Well, good. Yeah. And I love that because 
we just had this conversation at dinner the other night. How funny that uh, the whole nature versus nurture thing. And we were discussing it as a family. So I'm going to have to go check that out for sure. What's your, what's your opinion on that? Oh, well, again, I think it's a mix of both that I think we are predisposed to certain things. And when, if triggered, if that then certain reactions will arise uh, based upon nature. Um, But also nurture can certainly curb that in, you know, build resilience and a very loving and kind environment. Um, So yeah, I certainly think it's yeah, the res- resilience piece is a, is a big one on that, and it, we yeah. can whole new whole discussion on this because obviously uh, each of us as individuals, based on our biological uh, biological model inside, if you will, um, w- would suggest that some of us are a little bit more resilient than others, given the uh, circumstances, given the social environment that we're put in. Right. right. So resilience is a big big. Uh, play on that but it's interesting just watching that uh, a couple of the videos in that uh, online course because they interview various uh, uh, professors the University of Liverpool and um, how some of them actually believe it's one extreme over the other wow yeah yeah and they and they make some compelling arguments on it so it's it's kind of fascinating but like like you I'm kind of a believer that's it's definitely both Um, but you know I guess gonna learn more about it yeah, well, I think you consider like epigenetics and um, you know, I mean, there's just so many things, factors that come in, generational trauma and, you know, how yeah. we inherit trauma. And so then it becomes, well, yeah, then if you're inheriting it, then there is a nature part of it. But yeah. then comes the nurture part of it is that um, you can you can process it and release it and not let it have a negative impact on you. So yeah, exactly. it's fascinating. Yeah. And then, and then just to throw in a curveball into all this, there's just <laughs> a free will. Oh, right. right. <laughs> Where's that falling, right? You're right. You're exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we could do a whole podcast on that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Fascinating stuff. For sure. All right. So how do people find you and get a hold of you? Yeah. So can I hold up my books? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So I've got, uh, Two books. The first one is called Living with the Dragon, Healing 15,000 Days of Abuse and Shame. Yeah. Uh, you can find that uh, on Amazon. Uh, you can visit my website. It's called imjustjason.com. And uh, this one ta- is kind of a memoir and personal development book on uh, kind of talks about my journey um, from from a youth growing up here in Vancouver, Canada as a, as a Asian male and growing up in an abusive home. Um, and how I've been able to kind of reshape that through a lot of work. Uh, and it's one thing to be reading, but if we don't do the work, we don't practice the right. skills that we learn. We're just, we just have ideas. We have to ex- execute those ideas into actions. And my second book is, uh, as I mentioned, it's a little bit more lighthearted. It's called Living with the Cat, The Nine Biggest Reasons Why Your Life Sucks. <laughs> It's a shorter. I love easier. that book. Yeah, I, you love it. Thank you. It's uh, it's a little bit more whimsical. It, it takes a look at uh, kind of my life experiences and kind of pokes fun at myself. It's a little bit of self-deprecating humor because I figure, and I've learned this over the years, Terry, and you, you've been an inspiration to me. Is that uh, humor is certainly yeah. uh, certainly a sign. It's a litmus test of our healing, isn't it? Yeah. We're able to kind of laugh sure. at ourselves and laugh at kind of the situations that we're in. It sucks the situations that we've experienced, but at the same time, it's like we could kind of laugh at ourselves. It, it is kind of a sign of healing, is it not? 
Yeah, for yeah. sure. And I love, you know what sticks with me out of that book? Because I, I read I read the, the talking about the second one, is that is the clump, clump, clump of you and oh. the boot. <laughs> yeah, the boot. I don't know That's why great. that sticks in my head, but I loved it so much. Like I just, yeah. it just resonated with me. And I just remember, I remember like cackling, laughing as I read it. So <laughs> yeah, my walking boot, I busted for the, those who don't know, I busted my Achilles tendon back in 2009. And yeah. just, uh, you know, I was on a walking boot for about, you know, almost a year and my friends wanted to go night clubbing and I'm walking there with this big walking boot and it's just awkward. That's funny. I could laugh. Oh my gosh. Well, I just love the way you write. And it was just, I mean, it was such a great, easy read. And, um, but yeah, but resonated too, because yeah. your cat gives great advice. <laughs> my cat gives great advice. You know, so. Really, I wish she was, oh, she's sitting on the couch. I, I, <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thank and, you. I want to, uh, Terry, I, I also yeah. want to share a couple of other books, uh, not by me, obviously. Sure. Um, I wouldn't do my books any justice if I didn't mention some of these other books that have brought so much inspiration to me because they really were the catalyst in my healing process. So um, this one is uh, called It Wasn't Your Fault by Beverly Engel. And it, again, it talks about uh, the, uh, being compassionate, self-compassionate for yourself and what you've endured uh, growing up in an abusive home, whether it's sexual abuse, physical abuse, emotional abuse. Right. It's an easy read, but it, it contains a lot of great exercises and tools that I really recommend. This is perhaps one of my first books that I read in my healing journey. Uh, another one which I cannot speak highly enough of is uh, called Becoming the Kind Father by Calvin Sandborg. Really easy read, particularly for guys, Terry. I really want to encourage this because it talks about providing yourself with the kind father uh, that you didn't get growing up. You know how... Some dads can certainly, my dad was one of those guys where it's like, you shall do it this way or wow, you know, kind of thing. And having no space for uh, emotional availability, no space for talking about feelings or problems. The kind father uh, helps, has helped me restore a lot of that by providing it for myself. And again, there's little simple tools and exercises in here. Really highly recommend this one for guys. Okay. And last but not least, uh, certainly a whole bunch of million other books are great, but everyone knows Louise Hay. You can hear yes. her like. yeah. So again, I recommend picking those ones up. Uh, you know? yeah. Again, this time off, I mean, do a lot of reading, do a lot of uh, self-practice and uh, yeah, why not, right? What else right. is there to do? <laughs> yeah, agree. And I love, I have Louise's book as well in my collection. Yes. Yeah. Your, I know. your bookshelf must be like, Right, right. I know when I get presentations, I try to like pick the couple of books and oh my gosh, I just, it's so hard because they've just all helped me in some way. Yeah. Um, yeah. I get it. So, all right. Well, Jason, I always love talking with you. Yeah. I just, um, yeah, yeah. Love, love your energy. And we, we will meet someday. Yes. Someday. Because yeah. obviously we couldn't meet in Cincinnati, <laughs> right. but maybe, maybe in Charleston. In South Carolina. Yes, maybe right? somewhere in South Carolina. Exactly. Just not yeah. at the Stanley Hotel. So no, not at Stanley. Yeah, far, <laughs> far away from that. Yeah. That's right. We're... No, no uh, twins. Red rum. Red rum. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, everyone, thanks for joining us today on this uh, Facebook Live. And remember, if you want to see more of these Facebook Live interviews, just go to the video. Uh, section either on the left side if you're on a computer or up at the top you kind of have to scroll over if you're on your 
mobile device. Um, but also go, you can go to my YouTube channel uh, for previous podcasts like Wine and Jason's. Um, you can go to Spotify, Pandora, iTunes, Deezer, any pretty much Google the Healing Place podcast and you'll find those episodes. So, all right, everyone, until next time, remember, be gentle with yourself. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you.